You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode six, your solution to any problem. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome back. I am super excited for today's episode. I'm going to share with you how to solve any problem. Seriously, any problem. But before we do that, I just want to take a second to say thank you for all of the great feedback I've gotten about the first five episodes. One of the ways that this podcast can grow and get even more listeners and help more people is for you to share it with your friends, your coworkers, your family, and to also leave a review in iTunes. My birthday is less than a month away. It's on October 12th. And all I want is your review on iTunes. Would you do that for me? It would mean so much and it'll only take you a couple minutes and it's totally free. Thank you in advance. (laughs) Okay, on to our topic. The tool I want to introduce to you today is called the self-coaching model. And it's really the only tool you'll need to feel your best and take the kind of action in your life that will create the results you want. The self-coaching model was created by my life coach, Brooke Castillo, the founder of the Life Coach School, where I became a certified life coach. Like me, Brooke grew up reading tons of self-help and self-development books, and she took the main principles and basic truths of what she read, and she distilled them down into a clear and concise way of understanding them and applying them to everyday life. A business coach first introduced me to Brooke and her model back in 2014 when she recommended that I read the book Self-Coaching 101. I'll link to it in today's show notes. When I read the book, I started using the self-coaching model immediately in my own life, and I still use it every day to coach myself and my clients. I also teach this model to my students, and when you walk into my school counseling office, the self-coaching model is right there in huge letters for all to see and use. I've actually been talking about the concepts of the model in all the podcast episodes prior to this. And today, I'm going to teach it to you step by step. If you're near a computer or your smartphone and you'd like a visual of what I'm talking about today, go to the show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 006, and you can look at the model and follow along while I'm talking about it. Okay, so let's dive in. Everything in your life can be categorized into one of five categories. I'm going to go over each of the five categories and define them for you. So the first category is circumstances. Circumstances are things that happen in your life that are outside of your control. Circumstances include things like the weather, the traffic, what other people say or do. You have no control over these things. They're the facts of your life. They're facts that can be proven in a court of law and everybody would agree with them. It's raining outside. The hallway light is on. Johnny took two bites of his dinner. These are all circumstances. And because they're facts, they're neutral. 
meaning they aren't good or bad, they just are. Circumstances trigger you to have thoughts. And this is where your opinions come into play. The fact that Johnny took two bites of his dinner isn't in and of itself good or bad, right or wrong, until you have a thought about it. You might view it as a bad thing because you have the thought it's a waste of food to only take two bites. Or you might think it's fantastic because Johnny hasn't been feeling well and two bites means he's starting to get his appetite back. The same fact can cause different thoughts. So that's the second category, your thoughts. A thought is defined simply as a sentence in your mind. You have somewhere between 50 to 70,000 thoughts per day. I like to imagine a ticker tape running through my mind 24-7. Because there are so many thoughts, you aren't conscious of most of them. Most of them are running in the background on autopilot because you've been thinking them for so long. And others, you don't even recognize as thoughts at all. You think they're just facts. For instance, I was coaching a woman recently who said, I'm not great with time management. And she told me as though she was just relaying the facts, as though she was just making an observation about herself. But I helped her recognize that I'm not great with time management is just a thought. One of the first and most important exercises I'll have my clients do is to distinguish between facts and thoughts. This is the most important part of the model because facts are never problems. Our thoughts are what create problems for us depending on the meaning we give those facts. You following me? Now, what you think determines how you feel. So feelings are the third category. And feelings are defined as a vibration in the body caused by a thought. That's all they are. They're a vibration in the body. Some feel great, some not so much. And feelings are one-word emotions like happy, sad, worried, angry, jealous, excited. If you're thinking that Johnny is wasting food, you're likely to feel, let's say, irritated. But if you think that it's great that he took two bites of dinner, you're going to feel excited or hopeful. So you have the circumstance or the facts of a situation. Then you have a thought about that circumstance, which causes you to have a feeling. Your feelings drive your actions, which is the fourth category. Feelings create an action, an inaction, or a reaction. So if you're feeling irritated, what are you going to do with Johnny? You're probably going to react. You're going to yell at him, lecture him about wasting food, or do what a lot of moms do, which is to make him something else to eat while complaining about it and stewing with resentment. And those actions create your results. Your result is the fifth category. And the thing that's very powerful about the model is that your results will always give you evidence of your original thought. When you make Johnny something else to eat, the result is wasted food. In other words, your thoughts, feelings, and actions actually create results to prove your thoughts true that taking two bites of dinner is a waste of food. Your brain likes to be right. So it will actually create proof and look for evidence that it's right. Now, don't worry if you're a little lost right now. I'm going to give you some examples to help illustrate exactly how this works. Let's take something other than parenting first, and then we'll look at a parenting example. Let's say you weigh 250 pounds. 
That's your circumstance. It's a fact that you weigh 250 pounds. I've had people come to me and say that their circumstance is that they're overweight, but that's not a fact. That's a thought. The fact is the actual number on the scale, right? It can be proven in a court of law. Okay, so the circumstance is that you weigh 250. Your thought about it is, I'll never be able to lose this weight. That thought causes you to feel discouraged and hopeless. When you feel discouraged and hopeless, the action you take is to overeat. And that leads to the result of gaining weight or at least not losing any. And that result proves your original thought that you'll never be able to lose the weight. You see that? You're creating your result by continuing to think that you'll never lose the weight. Okay, here's another example. I just coached a woman on this the other day. Her circumstance was a job interview. Her thought about it was, I'm not as good as the other candidates. That thought caused her to feel inadequate. And so her action was to show up in a small way. She wasn't feeling confident and her behavior in the interview reflected that. So her result was not only that she decreased her chances of getting the job, but she reinforced her own thought that she's not as good as the other candidates. Okay, now let's look at a parenting example. The circumstances Your child is screaming because you wouldn't give him a cookie before dinner. Your thought is, I can't handle this. So that thought causes you to feel annoyed, and your action is to yell. And the result of that is that you're not handling it, right? You're screaming, your kid is screaming, and nothing has changed. You can't handle it. You think you're annoyed because your kid is screaming, but that's just the fact of the situation, and facts are neutral. The real reason you're annoyed is because of the thought you're thinking. Now, by all means, you can keep that thought, I can't handle it. There's nothing wrong with feeling annoyed. You can choose to feel annoyed. In fact, sometimes I do choose to feel annoyed. I don't necessarily want to think, ah, that screaming is wonderful. It's music to my ears. No, there are times I feel annoyed, but I recognize that I'm the one choosing it with my thoughts. The framework of the model helps me take responsibility for my feelings rather than blaming them on my kids and thinking that I'm powerless. And I know this sounds weird, but there have been times when my kids have asked me, mommy, why are you so angry? And I'll tell them, it's because of a thought I'm thinking. And you know what that does? It teaches them that they're not responsible for my feelings. I am. And that they don't have that kind of power over my emotional life. I'm also modeling how to take responsibility for myself and my feelings. The way most people go about feeling better is to try and manipulate their circumstances. They think that if they can just change the facts of their lives, if they can stop the kids from crying, change their job, change their spouse, change their weight or their wardrobe, then they'll be happy, then they'll feel better. But that's not how the world works. And that's a very good thing. It means you don't have to change anything externally that's outside your control in order to feel good. So back to the cookie example. If you didn't want to feel annoyed, you could think, my son is upset because he didn't get what he wants, and that's okay. He's learning that he won't always get his way. He's learning to deal with disappointment, and that's a skill that will serve him really well in life. If you were to think those thoughts, 
you might feel calm, accepting of the situation, and compassionate. Then your action might be to just validate his experience. You know, you might say something like, I know you really want that cookie. I know. And your result is that it is okay and you're helping him deal with disappointment. You got it? This is the way the world works. The model is always working. You can take anything in your life and plug it into the model. Suppose you're biting your nails. That's an action. So it goes in the action line of the model. And it's caused by a feeling like anxiety. So that goes in the feeling line. Feelings are caused by thoughts. So you'd ask yourself the question, what am I thinking right now that's causing me to feel anxious? And from there, you can decide whether or not you want to keep the thought. This is why knowing what you're thinking about is so important and so powerful because your thoughts are the cause of all your results in life. Take a look at any result you've ever created, the number on the scale, the amount of money in your bank account, the house you live in, the car you drive, your education, your job, the number of kids you have. Every result can be traced back to the thoughts, feelings, and actions that created them. Crazy, right? So, a couple of other things you need to know. First, once you start paying closer attention to your thoughts, you might notice how negative they are. The tendency of most people is to mentally beat themselves up and become negative about their negativity. Please don't do this. Instead of judging yourself and your thoughts, simply become curious. Just like, hmm, that's so interesting that I'm thinking that. Or, hmm, I thought that was a fact, but now I see it's just a thought I'm choosing to think. Because when you judge yourself for your thoughts, it just piles suffering on top of suffering, and that's not useful. Second, most people want to start changing their thoughts right away so they can start feeling better right away. That's totally normal. But changing your thoughts is a process that takes time. There are certain thoughts you've probably been thinking since childhood. Those thoughts are deeply rooted in your subconscious. The programming is so deep that it's just become a part of your identity. And it takes time and practice to be able to retrain your brain and create new neural pathways to new thoughts. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't have to take years or even months to change. It really just takes a willingness to commit to the process of believing new thoughts. So my recommendation is that you start by watching your thoughts without trying to change them. Just kind of assess what you're working with. Separate out the facts from the thoughts and see how they're impacting you. And the best way to do this is by taking five to 10 minutes a day to get all the thoughts in your brain out on paper. You just write them all down. It's like the equivalent of dumping everything out of your purse so you can see what's in there before deciding what to keep and what to toss that isn't serving you anymore. Some people actually call it a brain dump. I also refer to it as a thought download. So for five to 10 minutes, write down all of your thoughts without editing or censoring yourself and without judging. Don't skip this step and just do it in your head. You need to see your thoughts on paper in order to get some perspective on them and to get them out of your head. I know it sounds like it wouldn't make a difference, but it definitely does. Write it down. After you get your thoughts on paper, 
And really, you don't need to write for an hour. I suggest setting a timer and just doing a little bit each day. So then you want to choose a thought that you wrote down and plug it into the model. You want to ask yourself, when I think this thought, how do I feel? That will give you the emotion to put on the feeling line. Then ask yourself, when I feel this way, what is my action, inaction, or reaction? Then look at the result that gives you and how it provides further evidence for your original thought. Using the model can sometimes be challenging at first because you might not be able to identify your thoughts or separate them out from the facts or even see how your results are proving them true. So while this work can definitely be done on your own, I highly recommend you consider doing it with someone else who's objective. I coach myself all the time, but I know a lot of other coaches, and we all coach each other from time to time because it can be really challenging to see our own lives objectively. Often, a coach is just what people need to help them see patterns of thinking that might be too close or too familiar to recognize in themselves. If you'd like to see how the self-coaching model is working in your life, go and grab one of my free mini sessions right now. I only offer three of them a week, so if you want one, go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini. The better your thoughts, the better you're going to feel. And the better you feel, the better you'll show up in your life. By learning to deliberately choose your thoughts, you can create any result you want for yourself, and you can do it with the self-coaching model. I am so excited for you to learn this and to try it out. It's seriously life-changing. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments on today's show notes, and I'll answer you over there. Have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.